Show. I'm your host, Big Mike. What's going on, everybody? I'm going to welcome my boy, Anthony Stats Parker, back to the Colts of Controversy booth. What's going on, brother? What's going on, man? I'm, I'm excited, brother. I'm excited to get this, get this review going, man. Excited. Today, we are talking about last week's NWA High Times 2 Ooh. pay-per-view and the NXT War Games pay-per-view they had on Sunday. What's your thoughts, brother? Before that, well, what you been up to, bro? Been working? Nah, man. Been working my ass off, man. Just working my ass off and, you know, taking care of kids, you know. Same. Dad life. Dad Same. life, you know. Same, brother. Same. So, what do you want to talk about first, man? NXT or NWA? Let's get to the most important, man. Uh, we'll go ahead and talk about NWA. Let's talk about the better show. Let's talk about Hard Times 2. 2. 2, brother. You you say it's a better show. I don't know, man. I think they're both equally were pretty good. But we'll talk about NWA, man. Let's, let's, let's get going. So, I got the card pulled up here. So, first off, we were supposed to go to this show. We announced on our podcast talking about Hard Times we was going to go. They fucked us, man. The fucking COVID. They really screwed us, man. They said uh, that because the GPB Studios is federally funded and the and uh, I'm not getting into politics, but because of COVID and the new virus and the new um, strain, Omicron, yeah, Omicron. Omicron, that they had to cut down seating and our seating we got cut and that yeah. sucks, man. I was really excited to go. Me it was both, be, man. Man, I, I haven't been to a live event in a long time. And I was really excited, but I was able to watch it at the house. And I gotta say, man, I was very impressed with a lot of it. Um, a lot, a lot of surprise debuts, man. Um, yeah, the ending was great, man. Let's we'll, we'll get to that later, but oh, the ending yeah. was good. But I, I want to talk. We'll just go down this card we got here, man. Um, I didn't see the pre-show. Um, no, it was had, it was on had, YouTube, brother. Yeah, I didn't watch it. Um, it was uh, Mims with Crimson, Davida Jacks, Dane, which is your guy. Uh, oh man, it was dude. a great match, dude. Great match. Yep. And then they had um, then they had the 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 tag teams, uh, the Hex. They defeated uh, Team Ambition, which was Kylie Ray and Tootie Lynn, Missa mm-hmm. Kate and Natalia Markova. Natalia Markova's got a got a future in wrestling, buddy. Um, and genocide and Paola Blaze with Taryn Terrell. Um, I don't know. I didn't see that one. So you can talk yeah. about that one. It was a good match, man. Uh, let's go back a little bit. Let's talk a little bit about the Mims and Jack Stain. It was a really right. good match. Uh, anybody that don't know who Mims is, he's Crimson, who is uh, actually um, Anthony Merriweather. He he's Crimson from TNA and from everything else, but. Uh, it's his student. Mims is his student, and he's had this big feud with his former tag team partner, Jack Dane, or as I like to call him, Godzilla. Uh, and Mims ends up picking up the win. It was a really good match. Uh, I think it was only about six minutes or so, but it really told the story and, and keeps this rivalry going. I like the fact that Dane's a former world champion, doesn't mind putting over new talent like Mims. So uh, it was a great match, man. I really wish you got to see it. Um, the, the women's match, it was good. And I really, I liked it. I wanted to see Lady Frost, but she couldn't make it. So she was replaced. Uh, of course, genocide. She's one of those that's just kind of got that good gimmick. She sells and the hex, man, you can really tell that they're leading this division. Yeah. Smiley Kylie Ray 
And if you don't know her, she was originally signed to AEW when they started up. Then she stepped out, went back to some more indies, and went back to Impact for a while. And now she's in NWA. But and uh, her partner um, that she had in this match was, um, <coughs> sorry, Tootie Lynn. Tootie Lynn's a martial artist. Really sells it. They call her, I think, the Blue Dragon. But uh, it was a good match. It was a good match. In and out of the ring. Uh, very good ending. The Hex hits their finisher for good. Now, I the next match was actually the um, the NWA the World N- Junior Heavyweight Championship qualifying gauntlet match. Gauntlet match. Which, There's a uh, lot of fucking people in that one, brother. Oh, yeah, brother. Oh, yeah, brother. It, there was a lot of people in it. And um, I said Jamie Stanley was going to win it. You did. You did say uh you did say that, Jamie Stanley. And she he did not. He did not. He did not, man. He did not. And I was, was just homicide. He let, he let me down, man. I didn't think homicide was gonna do it because he's got the backstage role now. I didn't think he would do it, but uh it was really good to see CW Anderson. You can tell he's got a little bit more age on it, but still a badass. Um Luke Hawks, PJ Hawks, but uh I really thought I really hundred percent thought it was it was gonna be um Ricky Morton's boy, which was um, oh, what's his name? Um, Kerry Morton. Yeah, he came in number one. He was the last one eliminated. If I'm if I'm not if I'm not mistaken, I mean, Homicide was the last one to enter the ring as well. So I mean, it was good. It was a good match. Yeah, got to see uh, the Hawks brother, uh, the Hawks uh, tag team, father and son against Ricky and Kerry Morton and. You know, Kerry looks just like his daddy, has a lot of the same moveset. So, really good, man. It's a good way to get some young talent if nobody got to watch this on YouTube. Yeah, definitely, man. Definitely. Um, I didn't get to see that one, but it's got my boy Sal Renaro, former Ring of Honor guy in there. He looked really good in the match, too. Victor Benjamin looked great. Um, yeah. Um, from what I hear, it was good, man. I got – the first match I seen was the next one, which was the uh, NWA World Junior Heavyweight. Um, the qualifying match. The qualifying gauntlet match, which was Austin Aries defeats Rhett Titus. Oh, man. It was, what did you think? Tell me. Um, you know, as much as I don't like Austin Aries as a person outside of wrestling, yeah. he's still a great in-ring competitor. And Talent-wise, talent you know, great guy. You know, Mike great wrestler on point. I thought it was a good match. It was. Uh, it it was. was really good. Rhett Titus was good. Austin Aries was really good. Um, Teacher versus student because not a lot yeah, of people yeah, know because, that Rhett, because Rhett, Rhett Titus was, was a student. Yeah, he, he was one of uh, Austin Aries' uh, students, and you know, which was great. And Austin showed him a lot of respect after the match, you know, mm-hmm. and just as a mutual respect kind of thing. Um, so it was great, man. I'm gonna tell you one thing though, because and this might be just because I was a little pissed off that we didn't get to go. If you were in the crowd at the NWA event, fuck you because you guys sucked. <laughs> you guys were fucking hey, terrible, man. They, y'all were they were there for big spots, but they weren't there for the whole show, which really sucked. Man, I mean, the, the the crowd that NWA Hard Times Two was a great pay per view, man. And mm-hmm. if the crowd would have been good, it could have been so much better. Because I felt like, especially during the next match we'll talk about, they just they, they really weren't there. And 
And uh, but yeah, Austin Aries red titles was great, man. So the next match was was Mickey James versus Kiara Hogan for the Impact Knockout Championship. Yeah, for the Impact yeah. Championship, Mickey James won, which you of know, course. of course. And I thought that was a great match. Mickey James is always great in the ring. Kiara Hogan's got a future in wrestling, man. She is awesome, mm-hmm. fantastic in ring competitor. Um, so and so much respect between the two. The yeah, man, and, and you could tell that Kiara was like. You know, she she grew up looking up to Mickey James, so this was a big mm-hmm. moment in her career. And well, let's 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 face it. You know, you had Lita doing moonshots. You had Trish Stratus and everything. Then you had Victoria, but Mickey was the first one to come out there, <laughs> and she just did wrestling moves the entire time. Yeah, the rest of them were doing wrestling moves, and they were progressing. But Mickey was the first, yeah, and they care for Carrie's generation to see. And then she left there, went to Impact, kept doing it. Now yeah. she went back, she to WWE, kept doing it. Now she's yeah. in the NWA and doing it still. Yeah, and and it was great. But like I said, the crowd was terrible. You could tell Mickey was trying, man. Mickey was trying oh, yeah. to work the crowd, and they were just—I don't know, man. It was just—I don't know how to explain. It. The crowd was bad, and I hated it. It wasn't. A, there weren't enough, and they should have spread them out a little bit more. I mean, if you're going to tell me because of Omnicron, we can't come, then why is everybody sitting side by side in one middle row instead of fill, you know, so spreading them out to get more yeah. area? Yeah. And, and, and it's, and it, I, I just couldn't, I don't know. It was just upsetting to me because you could tell that they were there for, they were there for a certain, like they were there for the OGK match. They were there for yeah. the, uh, the, I just couldn't. I was upset about it, dude. Really upset. But, but now I do got to give the crowd this because I really liked when they started uh, chanting "This is wrestling" with uh, Hogan and James. Yes, because that was that was the best spot for me for the crowd because you could tell they they supported what they were doing, you know, and that and they put they put on a clinic, man. They really did. Yeah, yeah, and like I said, man, Kiara Hogan is the future of women's wrestling, man. I really think so. Yeah, that her and um, a couple of the people from the initial uh, opening match. Yeah, mm-hmm. I mean Natalia Markova. Natalia Markova is very good. Genocide. Yep, genocide. Um, um, Kylie Ray, Smiley Cat. I mean, women's wrestling is it's years beyond what it used to be. Exactly, and it's, and it's going to just keep going. No longer are women identified as sex objects. You know, now it's and I think we have Fit Finley. Yeah. Matt Bloom to thank for this because those were the guys who trained the women to be wrestlers and not a hundred percent, man. Especially and Stephanie McMahon, as much as people will hate her, she was very outspoken and supportive of re- women coming up in wrestling. Well, not just that we have to go to the uh, independent women's promotions. Wow. And shimmer, shimmer. and all that. Yep. Mm-hmm. I mean, because they said, okay, well, we're going to do wrestling and we're going to do wrestling based. Yeah. This is not a ballet or who's the prettiest. And I mean, it's impact, man. Impact, impact. was one Back of the first. In the day, yeah. ODB, ODB, Gail Kim, you know, Angelina Love. Oh my God. Yeah. One of the best, you know, and um, Taryn Terrell, Madison uh, Rain. Gosh, I'm trying to think about the, the woman. She was the, she was the big, the big gal. And, and awesome Kong, awesome Kong. I mean, Ro- Roxy LeBeau. Yep. Um, mm-hmm. Impact has, and still they they put women's wrestling out there. Pedestal. Yeah, and uh, it, it, they they were the first, I think, to really have an, a a women's tag team division. They were, they were, and um, that's actually uh, Hogan had most for success with uh, 
Tasha Steele's over there yep. is fire and flave, you know. So yep. So, but moving on, man. Outside of that, I mean, that was a great match. Yeah. Uh, the next one I see the OGK Matt Taven and Mike Bennett defeated Aaron Stevens and Jr. Kratos. Now, if some of you don't know, Aaron Stevens was uh, Damian Sandow in the WWE. Aaron Rex and uh, Impact. Aaron Rex and Impact, and then uh, of course Matt Taven and Mike Bennett are just fantastic. The OGK, I mean, they're yeah. Ring of Honor Tag Team Champions. Um, gonna gonna be putting those on the you know putting that in a match against uh who 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 are they going against in the final battle this Saturday? Um, December eleventh. Uh, oh man, if you hadn't asked because it's probably last time it's possibly the last time they could be done. Um, yeah, I I'll have to look the card. We'll up. have to look that up. But um, our our next episode we're gonna talk about final battle. But um. Jr. Kratos is a big son of a bitch. That's a big man right there, dude. And and he's a powerhouse. And he yeah, works great yeah. with Stevens. I mean, yeah. Mm-hmm. But he's he plays that role to perfection. Yeah, and and then the way that 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 uh, Aaron Stevens turned his heel turn, you know, was was really good. The psychological factor of this match was fantastic. And what and I one point, really like. He's got Taven sitting in a ring, and he just sits back there like he's talking to him. As Taven tries to come back, he just starts hitting him and everything. And yeah. mm-hmm. he goes from apologizing for an eye gouge, saying it was accidental, to just going crazy. He's to got, beating he, the dog shit out of him, man. Yeah. But Matt Taven, OGK. Fantastic, Mikey, man. Fantastic, man. And Yep. Mm-hmm. Fantastic. Um, I really like that one. The OGK, um, I've always been a Mike Bennett fan since he was, you know, Impact WWE Ring of Honor guy. Always been a Mike Mike Bennett fan. Um, Camille defeats Molina. I'm gonna I'm gonna say it, man. A lot of people are gonna shit on Molina because they don't think she's a good wrestler. Molina looked fantastic here, man. I don't know if Camille made her look that good, but Molina looked great, man. And shouts out to Molina for coming back and putting on this, you know, a great match. It wasn't a wrestling clinic. It wasn't. Mickey James versus Kiara Hogan. Kiara Hogan. But it was good, man. It was really good. Camille, she's a stud. Star, man. She's a star. She is. She's defending that title everywhere. And oh, yeah. She's they're, they're she's a traveling champion, man. Yeah. But I want to see her face Mickey, man. Yeah. That's going to be a good one, man. They'll eventually get to that. Yeah. Um, Camille looks good. Not, um, and, and, and I said it on Twitter. Uh, yeah, she's dating. Uh, Bram. Bram. Tom Latimer. I'm I'm like you know she he he's got a type because she's she's got the same build as Charlotte Flair. Charlotte you know, he Flair. Used to date her. Yeah, that's his type. Man. They were big, married, man. Big strong. They were married. Yeah, big strong blonde, busty chicks. B- bodybuilders. Bodybuilder chick, man. That's what he likes. Hey, man. You know, shouts out to him for getting the babes. Next up was uh, I didn't care for this one. Uh, I just didn't. I'm I don't know, man. I'm not. I didn't. Uh, I've gotten off the bandwagon of the Tyrus, to be honest. Um, Tyrus defeats Scion. It was in the no DQ for the World Television Championship. They would give Scion a little bit of leeway. He came out like it was going to be a good match and everything. And then Tyrus just kind of, I hate to say it because I like seeing wrestlers go as long as they can, but Tyrus was moving slow. He was blown up, dude. I mean, he's just, he's, it's like, he, you could tell everything he did was hurting him. Every move he made, every step he took, and it just—it's time to move the belt from him. I hundred percent believe. Mm-hmm. Is he a powerhouse? Was he a monster? Yes, but now he's done. 
It, let's, let's just be if I mean he beat Sion because he's a bigger name than Sion, not because he was the better, yep. better person to hold that title. Yep. And then they set up with Pope being um this is one Pope was Pope the rest referee. 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 Yep. Referee. And he had to put his hand get his hands in there. And I mean, Tyrus, much love to you, much respect. Hate what WWE did to you with the Funkadactyl, Funkasaurus, whatever the hell. You're a great wrestler. You were. But it's about time you hang up them cleats and stick to being a Fox News commentator, Analyst, man. Because it's it's just you know it's you could just tell, man. He's not Tyrus of old, and I just didn't. That was the match where I was like, I just I I couldn't get into the match, brother. No. I hated it because everything else on this card was fantastic. This was the only match that I was like, okay, I'm watching it because of the Pope, because of Scion, but yep. Austin Idols over here and. You know, we talked about it. Uh, you know, Sion grabs a trash can, and you see the two guys hiding behind the curtain and everything. Yeah, yeah, man. And I just – I was like, oh, come on. That was yeah. that was where I was like, all right, you could tell this is the low budget. You yeah. seen them hide. You knew they were going to come out. Yeah. But, I mean, credits to – kudos to Velvet Sky because she's able to deal with Austin Idol, who was great in his day. But get some new damn material, man. Guess Austin Idol, if you're listening – Get some new damn material. I'm yep. tired of hearing it. Yep. Yeah, kudos to Velvet Sky for still being as beautiful as she was back when I was a kid. God, I hate God. that she – oh, man, she is – Velvet Sky, Mark she's show. an underrated wrestler, Bully Ray. And she's a she's she's a great commentator, man. If you she listen is. to her, she's fantastic. She, you know, and, and she you know, and we'll go back. I'm gonna go back a little bit. She continued to when Camille hurt her shoulder. She continued to point out everything about it. Yeah, you know, and how much how much it was bothering her and everything. She pointed out Molina when Molina just refused to give up. You know. Oh yeah, dude. Great commentator, brother. I loved it. Um, the next match was my favorite match of the night, and I have become a huge fan of this tag team. It was La. Rebellion. <laughs> Bestia six 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 with Mecha Wolf four fifty defeated the end. Odinson and Perot Peru. Uh, it's Mike Peiro. 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 That's a that's a big dude too, man. Mike Peiro. He's big, man. He's he's pure muscle. Him and Kratos. But, but would then you look kill at each other. But then you look at Odinson. You know, you look at Mike Payro, and he's like huge, and he makes Odinson look small. But then you look at Odinson compared to the other guys, and Odinson's a beast, bro. And he's he, a beast who can move, dude. Did and you he see those European uppercuts. Yeah, he went up. He hit, got the guy to his knees. I believe it was uh, Damian. Uh, he gets he hits the rope, and he does a spinning European uppercut. Oh yeah, I in mean, the Cesaro just, style. Look yeah, at, I mean. He, Fucking amazing, dude. That dude needs to be – I mean, the end is great, but that dude needs a single run as a champion because he's got a – Put the TV – Tyrus put the TV title on him. Yep, because he needs it. But – um, and I've been looking at more of, like, the Bestia 666 and Mecha Wolf stuff. Like, they are – They're good. Dude, holy shit. This, Perfect tag team. This man. pay-per-view put me on to them two guys. Like, Bestia 666 has wrestled with guys like Ray Fury. Um, over AAA, over in PCW, in MLW, places like that where, like, speaking of MLW, they're about to have their little MLW Azteca uh, miniseries coming out soon. We'll talk about that later. I hope to see him on there with Mecha Wolf because they are so fucking good, man. Holy shit, man. 
and they come out and they got the blood mecca wolf's got the blood dripping and um, dude they and dude, look fucking sick bro it's they're just they both got their faces painted and they're going full balls to the wall the entire time no slowing down i mean it was a great match dude just great yeah mm-hmm. uh, great stuff dude really like that one that was probably my favorite one um and then uh chris adonis defeats judas with father james mitchell Father James Mitchell looks pretty dope too, man. He's pretty sick looking. He's got this guy. damn like devil. a sinister. Arr. It's that uh, the sinister minister mm. going on, man. And I, Abyss, Havoc, and all yeah, them. Mm-hmm. And uh, Judas, man, solid match, dude. Yeah, Chris Adonis. I, I got to apologize to the listeners because I thought it was Mills Mortes from back in the day, like that, and it's not. My bad. Chris Adonis, stud, man. Stud. He is. He is, and he's showing – but I, I really thought Judas was, had him. It was a great match. Um, I'm loving the fact they're giving him this run and they're breaking him around, away from Brand. And something that kept getting mentioned by the announce team is they don't need each other to keep going. So that kind of is signaling to me strictly business is done. We'll see. We'll see, man. Um, definitely going to check out some more NWA, brother. Um, and then uh, Nick Aldis defeats Tom Latimer in what I considered a freaking great match, dude. Great match. Nick Aldis is, is, the, is the face of NWA. He is, and Latimer starts the match off saying, I'm a better wrestler than you, and I'm going to prove it. Because he, you know, or not, excuse me, Latimer does. He looks at him and says it. And, you know, Nick Aldis is known as being a ring technician while Latimer is more of a brawler. Yeah, his whole Bram character was a brawler. He's never got the credit he needs. Um, but I mean, they just both put on a clinic, man. Definitely. And of course, if you didn't get to see it, yes, Mike did start crying when he got to see Bram's ass in his red thong. And he when wrestled he, for about when three he pulled minutes. The, when he pulled him, and all you seen was his ass. And I was like, oh, here comes his nuts, his balls. I was fully <laughs> expecting to see a sack of Bram nuts just come hanging out. Because his he pulled his draw straight down, and there was a red thong. And I was like, oh, yeah. I just – at that moment – I looked, he wrestled like that for like five minutes or for like three minutes, dude. I like looked out and, and the first I thought was like, yeah, I know Camille probably pegs that. You, you wear a red thong. <laughs> I know you like it up your ass. I oh, just, man, I knew on. it, man. I knew half it. A, but, half of them wear thongs, brother. I mean, you don't remember when Angle got his damn shit pulled down by Stephanie had on the same red thong? <laughs> man, I just, it probably was the same thong, man. Angle probably passed it on down to him, man. It's yeah. Controversial take, brother. <laughs> <laughs> Oh man, no, that was uh, funny, dude. I was cracking, I was cracking up because I was like, I was not expecting to see an ass with a red thong unless it uh, was Camille's ass with a red thong. Instead, it was Tom Latimer's, and uh, it was funny, brother. If you if you guys didn't yeah, see that, it was just that was a great match, you know. It just was. It, it tore the house down. Two yeah. big names, and Aldis is kind of this. They did this in Impact. They're gonna kind of push each other, and they'll get both. And Bram hopefully gets a run with a title soon. Uncle other Tom. Than that tag. Uncle Tom. Other than the damn tag. Other than yep. the tag titles. Bram needs a title. Yeah. Yep. And uh the next match I was really excited about. Um, I was really upset Doug, you know, didn't win, but he put Colby Carino over. D- Colby Carino defeated Doug Williams in a fantastic singles match, man. Dude, it was I'm happy to see Doug Williams back in America, brother. 
I am too, and I hope he's not done. And I hope. Oh, he's not, brother. I seen. I seen the uh, the supposedly uh, NWA Power came out yesterday. I didn't get to watch it yet, but I seen some some uh, set picks, and he's mm-hmm. he's back, man. He he did a him and and uh, Nick Aldis bringing a European uh, Britain reunion back, brother. It looks good. Uh, British invasion. Yeah, 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 dude. I hope maybe they can get Rob Terry too, man. Yeah. Um. Impact. Uh. Not uh, NWA has come out and said they're coming out with uh I think I think it's NWA USA. It's going to be a new uh new show and it's going to supposedly uh put put out more of a high flying newer version of wrestling. Uh-huh. It's going to be coming out soon along with NWA Power. Um so that's going to be good man. You guys need to check out NWA. They got some good stuff. It's just one of the best things and, out there. Man. And and dude, honestly, the 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 I love it because they still have the same podium era area with the background, you know, that national wrestling Alliance, oh, the yeah. same that they had in the eighties when dusty Rhodes did his famous promo in the Rick same Blair, building, in the, in same, the same building. building. I mean, that's the history of NWA man. And kudos to you, Billy Corgan for buying it and bringing it back. Cause this is, I love it. Billy, if you listen to this, I want you to come on show and talk about it. Um, because I, I just I'm so happy with what they're doing, man. And then the 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 the, the main event, Trevor Murdoch defeats Mike Knox, formerly Knox from well, hold, uh hold, hold on, wait a minute. We had we had uh, a little bit of uh a little bit of something we forgot. There was a little surprise entrance there with JTG and he brought somebody out there. Oh yeah. With at the end of the uh which Tag match, match the, the Tag uh match. The La Rebellion match? Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Thank you for reminding me. JTG, formerly of Crime, Crime Time. Time. One of my Doing favorite tag teams growing turtles. up. Yep. Um, he, he comes, uh, he, rest in peace, Shad. Mm-hmm. Shad um, Gaspar. He came out. JTG came out with a surprise tag team partner, formerly Fandango. They call him Funky Dango, funky Dango now. Funky, Funky Dango came out with with JTG and kind of just said, hey, we want them titles, brothers. And that's going to be a good one, man, because Fandango was very much put in a shitty situation in the WWE because he's got talent, brother. A lot of talent. Yeah. The, Chris one of my Jericho favorite... proved that. Yeah. Um, one of my favorite segments was when he was Breezango with Tyler Breeze, and they did the whole – Breezango detective. Thing. Oh man, they were the uh, they were the 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 God. What was it? The, they were cops or something, man. It was funny. Yeah, that was good stuff, brother. It was good stuff, man. So he showed he's got a lot of range and everything. Mm-hmm. So, and I forget what his name was before Fandango, but I mean this guy, this guy can wrestle, guys. Let's just face it. He got a shitty gimmick, but he made the most of it. He made a long career. He was there longer than any of us thought he'd be, and you know. And he does a top rope leg drop better than most people in the business. Let's just be honest. So, and it'd be a good match, man. I'd love to see them in La Rebellion. He went with Johnny Curtis. Johnny Curtis. Johnny they call Curtis. him now, Dirty Dango now. Yeah, Dirty Dango. Now he, him, and John, as Johnny Curtis, I believe he held the FCW Tag Team Titles with Corey Graves. Am I correct? Mm. Since you got it pulled up, I believe so. I'm working on pulling that up. Uh. And no, it, was with, it was with uh, Derek Bateman and Tyler Rex. Tyler Rex. Rex? 
Rikes, oh, right. Rex, maybe. I don't know how you say it. It was a FCW. He went by yeah. – uh, um, I don't really know who he is, man, to be honest with you. I'm looking at him now. I've never even no. seen him before in my life. Gabby Tuft. What he, what he goes by now, I don't fucking know who yeah. he is. Fuck, man. But Fandango's got talent, and JTG always had talent. They're yeah. going to make for a great match with Lara Bellion. Bellion. That's going to be good All stuff, right. man. Y'all got to check this stuff out, brother. NWA was good. Um. So now but, let's the the, the main, main event. event. Trevor main Murdoch event. defeats Mike Knox or the Nux. mercenary. I'm gonna call him the mercenary. He's a merc. He that was a good match, man. Trevor Murdoch is so underrated, man, by a lot of people. And like mm-hmm. like we said before, he looks like a truck driver. But he comes out and he's like, "I'm gonna whoop your ass for what you did to me and my son." And, and then and when he's hitting him, I don't know if you could hear it. I remember hearing it. I guess it's because you know. They're, I just like their camera, but he swing got him on, and he's mounted him, and he's swinging, and he's talking about how that's my son, and you know he can't this, defend this himself. Son. son, yep, mm-hmm. that's what a yep. daddy's supposed to do. Because yeah, so, so, the psychology amazing. of the match was great, man. And uh, Trevor Murdoch, you know, he just hits that old school bulldog right off the top rope, baby. Right off the top rope, gets the pin, wins the match, wins the title. He's celebrating. Who the fuck comes out to congratulate my brother? Woo, woo, woo. Matt Cardona. No way. With the congratulations. But before all this happened, we had a fucking segment with the man, Mick Foley. He'd come out as Santa Mick and was just, just did a little segment talking about his days in NWA. So Matt Cardona comes out, goes to shake his hand, shake the hand of Trevor Murdoch. Trevor's like, this is my title. This is my ring. What the fuck are you doing here? Yep. And Mike Knox hits him from the back, beats the shit out of him. Cardona so, crimes in the ring. So, freaking uh, Mick Foley comes out and says, you know what? I got a gift for you. And he sends Pope back in to take uh-huh. out uh, Cardona and Knox. Then he gets the shit knocked out of him. And Cardona comes in the ring, takes Finds out, title. Takes out Murdoch, grabs the title, looks at it, and holds it up. Setting up a future title match with Trevor Murdoch. It's also setting up a feud with Mike Knox and the Pope. Which will be great. Which is going to be great. And, you know, everybody can shit on Matt Cardona all you want. Matt Cardona left WWE, got released, and he has turned his career around. He has traveled. Impact. He's competing for the Impact Championship against Moose. Won the uh, the Game Changer Wrestling Championship. Won won GCW. Yeah. Title Nick, Nick Gage made himself Nick. a star, a main eventer on the indie scene. So him coming to NWA is huge for NWA, brother. This is huge. I mean, this is a guy who held multiple United States tag and Intercontinental Championships at WWE. That was, was one of the t- biggest moments of his career when he won that Intercontinental title at, at, at WWE. The whole crowd went fucking wild. I remember I was excited because I was like, finally, they're doing something other than woo, woo, woo. With my yeah. boy, and well, I mean, he won it. He won it one time, and it was a U.S. title he won, and an angle with Cena, and then they have Cena squash him. And yeah, then they he did that it. because because he made himself famous. They weren't going to yeah. give him a gimmick to make himself good, so he did his YouTube channel, and he got a big backing, and the internet was like pushing for it. So they were like, "Here, we'll give you the United States yeah. Championship." Made some people happy, and then he got squashed. That's what Vince does, man. You know, and, but. But then he takes him years later at WrestleMania and wins a ladder match for the Intercontinental 
and they take it away from the next night on Raw. I mean, what yep. the hell? Yep. And and but now he's getting a showcase that he's really a good wrestler, bro. And I'm excited for the Trevor Murdoch, and Matt Cardona stuff, dude. I'm really excited about it. Um, but before we finish off the NWA stuff, we need to talk about they had a segment for Jazz, man. Oh man, she's moving into a backstage role. She thanked everybody. Had great all the segment, women man. out there. I mean, it was just awesome. And I did not know she was married to Rodney Mack. And if you don't know who Rodney Mack is, go look it up. He's one of the baddest men on the planet. He, and he's like Farouk. He's like um, Ahmed Johnson, not really, more like um, Stevie Ray. Yep. He was just a powerhouse guy that never got that chance to shine the way he could. He was with every big promotion at one time or another. But um, brought him out, thanked him, and – you know, she, she did a similar thing on Impact recently. So, I mean, it's nice to see them. NWA is giving back to the people that built the brand. She was like 900 days as their women's champion. Yeah. It's good, man. I'm, I'm really happy to see it, man. So, that was a great pay-per-view, brother. I was really excited. If you haven't watched right. it, go to, go to Fight TV, man. Pick it up. Check it out. Good stuff. Moving on to our uh, pay-per-view review segment today talk about war games nxt war game war games yeah man it's one of my favorite pay-per-views ever honestly the war games it was a wcw nwa pay-per-view. oh bro yeah it's um it's the it will i mean it's the epitome of what it should be man war games is just the epitome of what it should be i mean and everything is spawned from, from War Chamber to Elimination Chamber to all this other shit you love. It was a Dusty Rhodes came up with this. This is old school as it gets. I was there when they first brought it back and love it. Yeah, it was good, man. It, this, this, You didn't like the pay-per-view as much as I did. Um, no, I didn't. No, I didn't. I'll be honest so, with you. But, I, I mean, like we've talked about, I don't really care for WWE what they're putting out. Yeah. I, I'm I'm digging NXT 2.0. Um, so, I'm going to get into it. The match card was the first match was Dakota Kai and Toxic Attraction, which big fans of Toxic Attraction, brother, um, mm-hmm. versus Raquel Gonzalez, Cora Jade, Io Shirai, and Kaylee Ray in the Women's War Games match, which Raquel Gonzalez, Cora Jade, Io Shirai, and Kaylee Ray won. Um and I thought the match was fantastic um, until the ending. Um, Cor- how did you? Cora Jade was looked like a star in this man. She hit a swanton off the top onto a table, and kayfabe fucked her shoulder up. Which I mean, she may have fucked, man. But I mean, she's in a sling right now, man. I I, I don't think it was kayfabe. But I think she actually. So that's why shoulder. I think the ending fuck fuck got fucked up. Is because they had to hurry the match up. Well, they had to hurt. They had to hurry up, but at the same time, and me, you talked about this. Uh, how do you give the belts to Toxic Attraction? And you know, all through you got the women's tag, and you've got the uh, women's world championship on Toxic Attraction. Uh, they're setting they up a feud the, between Core Jade and and Mandy, Mandy Rose, but and that's why is, they. That's why I think the plan all along was to have Core Jade come out looking like the star pin Mandy Rose and and set that up so that she could but she didn't pin Mandy 
that's the thing. She oh. pinned she pinned JC Jane because JC yeah. Jane took that uh power bomb well, thing pinned, from Raquel Gonzalez. She pinned Mandy the week before. Yeah. On, uh, so I mean, she's and that's what's setting Mandy. it up. Um, and I really, you know, I think really if you watch NXT last night, she uh, you know, Poor Jade came out. Poor Jade come out, challenged her, and then Raquel Gonzalez came out, backed her up, and they had a backstage segment where it was kind of like Raquel was like, you know, okay, you think you're the shit, but I got a title. I get a title match too. Yeah. I'm former and, title champion. But but home, Kaylee Ray comes in there and says, "Look, here's my bat. You're, you're gonna need this more than me." Yeah, because you're about to get your ass kicked by all these other people who've been here longer than you. Yeah. So, um, I don't know, man. I, I really like where where they're going. Uh, I, I, I'm a bigger fan of Gigi Dolan than I am any of the other ones. Gigi Gigi Dolan's got a powerhouse vibe to her. She hit a – what was was it? A fucking – it was like an exploder suplex. The exploder suplex through the ropes. fucking beautiful, bro. It was fucking beautiful. So, I I liked it. The ending sucked. I'll leave it at that. Out of all of them, let's just say Gigi Dolan. I'm going to call her by her indie name, Priscilla Kelly. Yeah. She was married to Darby Allen. They since whatever, but this this is probably the best athlete. This is probably the best stage she's had to show her talents. Yeah, and that I do give them she credit was former for. Former MLW wrestling, yeah. Major League Wrestling, PCW Ultra Wrestler. They're, um, they're letting her show her talents, man. That that yeah. I do commend them for. She's letting Mandy show some of her talents after all the dues she's paid being a part of Allure and all this – or not Allure, wh- uh, whatever she was with um, Paige and Sonya Deville. But, you know, I mean, this – love it. Yeah. She's th- – it's great, man. Um, and then uh, the next match, by far one of my favorite matches, and I'm huge on Imperium. Fabian Eichner and Marcel Barthel are, are just fucking amazing, dude. Really – they should be on – I know Vince isn't big on tag teams, but they should be on the main roster challenging for the tag team titles right fucking now. No, no, no. I'm – no. They're awesome, but every time they send one of these awesome teams up there, they give them the American Alpha or FTR treatment and they get their ass squashed and they're no longer awesome until they leave the company and somebody promotes them again. FTR. FTR, brother. FTR. That's the biggest one right now that I can think of, FTR. I well, agree, but, but – could you imagine but, right now Imperium versus FTR fucking title match or whatever main event? I, I would love it because that you would got, tear the fucking roof off, man. These guys are fucking amazing, dude. And I watched them when they were in NXT UK and were first formed. These guys are fucking amazing. Just like Why I'm a fan of Walter, brother. Love Walter. And I'd love to see Walter he's, over here he's, just he's, walking he's, through the competition. He's go, he's coming to the main roster soon. Uh, spoiler alert, probably going to be at the World Rumble. Yeah, that's, that's, what I'm, that's what I, I'm I honestly I think I think he's gonna he's gonna be an entrant. I think they're getting ready. They're gonna bring him out as a fucking dominant, um, like they did AJ Styles. Yeah, he's gonna come and, in and fucking wreck the main roster if they do it right. Yeah, because he's and, a, he's he's their best talent they've got right now. And let what yeah, he's one of I give him top five that they got on the roster right now. And in the end of the match, you have Von Wagner. This new guy who's a monster and will be a big name. And if you take Edge and fucking Diesel and you and you and if they made it and created a love child, it would be Von Wagner Wagner. without charisma. I I like Wagner. He has no mic skills. He has no charisma. He needs a manager. 
and putting him with Kyle O'Reilly was smart, but then they have him try and try and he turns on him. He turns on him. And Kyle sees it and Kyle just gives him the DX chops, throws up the undisputed era signal. And I'm going to say this about Kyle O'Reilly. If you don't know, Kyle O'Reilly owns his own gym. He's an MMA fighter. The dude is a legit badass. Von Wagner, you're a big motherfucker, but he can kick your ass. Von Wagner, he, he's he got a future talent to him that I see, and I'm big on him. They just got to – they got to book it right. Quit letting him talk. Shut the fuck up. Let him build them mic skills. Turning him heel was great because everybody yeah. – nobody likes him anyway. They wanted no. him as a bad guy. Make him make, a badass heel, but give him a manager. Give him somebody to be his make, mouth. Make him Ryback. Ah, fuck that. No, fuck that. I can't stand. No, fuck the big guy. Feed no, 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 no. Fucking feed you a bag of dicks. dicks. Hold on. Give him the ride back where he goes and he goes, just doesn't talk. He just goes and fights and, and beats people. Just beats them. Just don't not, stomp not around the ring with a ring. fucking shell shock. Just blah, blah. I'm a yeah, no, no, no. Give him that undefeated streak where he's beaten up on a regular basis, and then give him a Zelina <laughs> Vega type manager who comes out there and like promotes him because he can't do it. Either that or put him in diamond mind. Nah, don't do that either. <laughs> don't do that either. They, they got enough fucking talent over there. Don't put him with diamond mind. But yeah, I give love him some. Mind. Give him, give him a Paul Heyman. Not Paul, but give him a Paul Heyman. Well, I mean, that, I like Diamond Mine for that reason. If you look at Diamond Mine, they don't have a heavyweight in Diamond Mine. You got him learning from Roger Strong, who's probably the best uh, psychologist out there. They've got the tag team. They don't have a heavyweight. They have a female. They got a Mick Carter. They don't have a She's heavyweight. She's the heavyweight. You look at her, man. She could pick my 300-pound ass and throw me around. You know, fun fact about her, I don't know if you guys watch The Rock's TV show. Um, that he has where it's like a competition show. She was on there. She was on it. She was yeah. on. Uh, she's a stud. Games. Yeah, she's Titan stud. Games, yeah, superstar talent right there. If they can get her to fucking be a, have a mic, you know, get her some mic skills. Um, yeah, dude. But yeah, I was I I like the match mainly because Imperium, Kyle O'Reilly. See you, pal. Nice happy trails. Welcome see you to in, AEW. See, see you in AEW on Wednesday nights. Undisputed Era return. Um, next up. We're both big on this dude. Think he's being misutilized um, in the hair versus hair match. Cameron Grimes versus Duke Hudson. Hell yeah. Cameron Grimes is so fucking good, man. Big, big on him. He is. I remember it was Trevor Lee and everything. We talked about that. This guy is a guy you can put out there. He can do mid-card. He can be in the main event. He can go back and forth. He's your guy that can go back and forth. Yeah. He's great on the mic. I, I like the fact they finally trimmed his beard up so where he actually looks presentable. Yeah. Let him pull with some long hair. He's a high flyer. He's a power. He's a technician. But who the hell is this Duke guy? Oh. I saw him like three times. Yeah, I'm not. He, yeah, I wasn't big on him. I was glad he got his head shaved. But then he came out last night with that. <laughs> Blonde wig, and he put the wrestling strap on. (laughs) Buddy, I was cracking up at that shit, man. You know, he's like, everybody says I got my head shaved, but here I am with a full head of hair. Yeah, (laughs) you remember what? What the hell was that? It was the hair versus hair with Donald Trump and Vince McMahon. That was Umaga versus uh, Lashley, Bobby Lashley in WrestleMania. And Lashley shaves his head bald. McMahon comes out with that little hat looking like a penis with a hat on it. Yep. Falling to the ring. 
you know, rest in peace, Jamal, man. Yeah. One of the best, one of the best to ever do it right there, man. Oh, Big man. guys. I loved him in three count one or three minute warning, three, three minute, minute warning. warning, Jamal and Rosie. Rosie also man. rest in peace, Rosie. Roman Reigns, big brother. Fantastic, man. Three if had had they man, they were so good, dude. Y'all go back they and were, check out some of their stuff outside of WWE. I, I have, man. And like I mentioned, we've been exchanging a lot of videos of all that family, man. Yeah. The you the know, Anoa the, family was, you know, they're legends, bro. Uh, if you look if if you're looking for something to watch on those guys, the Samoan Dynasty, type it into YouTube. Mm-hmm. You can watch every one of them. And then you can watch how WWE fumbles with them. Yep. <laughs> so, Except with Roman Reigns right now, man. That's some of the best stuff in wrestling. Well, I mean, they got going on with him. The bloodline, yeah. I'm just waiting on him to bring The Rock back to squash him because you know it's going to happen. Yeah, probably in like a year or so because The Rock's too busy sh- shooting movies and, you know, shooting wads and shooting movies. That's what he's doing. Yeah. But yeah, man, Cameron Grimes comes out on top. Great match because of Cameron Grimes. Um, he can put anybody. They're in. doing they're doing a no holds barred match um, with him and Duke Hudson coming up, and that's going to be great. He's great, man. He can make anybody look good. Next match, I I couldn't get into it. Roger Strong versus Joey Gacy. Uh, Joe Gacy's got talent, but they need to. T- I mean, I don't know. I don't. I'm not huge on the gimmick. Um, the gim- it's got potential, but I just don't like how they're handling it. Waylon Mercy I, type stuff, man. Well, he used to be. Now Joe Gacy came up in Combat Zone wrestling. He was a, a heavyweight champion there. He's got talent, and you see some of the stuff he hits where he gets thrown into the rope and he does the flip elbow back into mm-hmm. him. I mean, he's got talent. And the guy we were talking about, the guy they put in with his new disciple. Harland. Harland. Parker Boudreaux used to be a yeah. guard, offensive guard in football. Um, he is. Little Brock is what they called him when he came up, and I was really looking forward to seeing him. But they shaved yes. his head, put him in a jumpsuit, made him look like fucking, uh, god damn, the dude who fucked up Kane and Lita's baby. Uh, Gene Snitsky. <laughs> made him like Snitsky Jr., yeah, but this dude, I mean, he's got that crazy look. He reminds me of when they first brought Wardlow in. He's got this crazy look, like a powerhouse. Like, he's really going to kill you. He just got out of the same time. He's going to fucking kill you. And they're going to put him with Gacy, and they'll probably get a tag title run, I'm sure. But I just didn't like the I – don't, I don't like him and Roger Strong. Basically, what they're doing with the Cruiserweight is they've done away with 205 Live. They got rid of all the Cruiserweight talent. They're going to turn it into an openweight championship, just like in New Japan, just like in MLW. And as we saw last night with them having Roderick uh, against our boy Braun Breaker, they're gonna, yeah, you know, they're setting that up. Yep, for the the week that this podcast is going to be out, yeah. this this so, they're, they're going to have that match, um, which is going to be great. Braun Breaker's a stud. So moving into him, yes, the the best match of the night, men's war games, <coughs> Tommaso Ciampa, Johnny Wrestling, Pete Dunn, and L.A. Knight versus. A group of future superstars, uh, Carmelo Hayes, Grayson Waller, Braun Breaker, and Tony D'Angelo. I know what you're going to say about Grayson Waller because you already told me. Before you get into it, Grayson uh, Waller took some of the biggest bumps that you'll see outside of some Shane McMahon, Mick Foley stuff. He got uh, suplexed off the top rope through a table, jumped off the top of the cage through a table, I don't know, man. I like Grayson Waller. Just take away the boxing shorts. He's not Mike Tyson. Give him some fucking pants. Have him fight somebody and actually build something. Oh, there's they're setting. Did you watch the end of the did you watch the end of NXT? Yes, I see the end of they're setting him I, I they're setting him and LA Knight up for a feud, but I mean LA Knight's gonna put him over. 
LA Knight is, is going to put it sucks LA because the best, man. LA Knight needs to he get a championship off him. Yeah. You know, dummy. Yeah. The facts of life. Eli Drake. I mean, they need to. I don't know. I just don't like the guy. It may be his maybe his character and what they're doing with him. I don't like. I thought he was he was the lowest star in this match. You he know, came out looking good though. I mean, he took a lot of bumps. He did the shame man off the Titan Tron from the top rope. I get it. And I mean the kid, he's he's paying some dues with that, but it's like taking and popping him right in the damn main event, and he really hadn't done nothing. Him, well, him, I'll him tell and you, Tony Bow. The, the two that came out looking the best was Tony D'Angelo and Braun Breaker. Tony, Tony D'Angelo locking that door to keep L.A. Knight from coming in was great. Yeah. And then L.A. Knight then climbing it. Yeah. <laughs> and then, but then the, the worst thing was when Braun came, he's like, give me those. And he's trying to break it. And they're like, ah, he can't fucking break it. And yeah. I, <laughs> and they, had to, they, they wanted to do the show of strength where he just rips the door off and then he couldn't. Yeah, so, it, was, it, was, it, it was a botched spot. But yeah. Braun Breaker's he's out of all of them the biggest star that's going to be is going to be Braun breaker he's a hall of famer dude i, I mean, mean I, i'm gonna say it now he's a future hall of famer he's gonna have more titles than anybody in his family as long as they don't screw this investment man do not screw this up you have a superstar but i'm telling you man he he's got more charisma and more talent in his fucking left nut than anybody on that roster right now <laughs> And he's pure power, man, pure power. And, you know, he walks there. He's got the fans are already behind him. He's been doing this, what, two months? Two months yeah. on TV? Dude, he – Everybody. And and finally, Johnny Gargano comes out right before when they challenge him to the war games and calls him out. And it's tell, basically telling him, the quit calling him Braun. bad booty nephew. Quit calling him Braun Breaker. Let's call him Braun, Braun Steiner. Steiner. Fucking Steiner, oh. man. And Change his name. Change his name, Braun Steiner. He does the fucking Frankensteiner. He does the Steiner recliner. He gets the he gets the fucking chance. His music sounds identical to his uncle's. Yeah, dude, and just they, call they got him the damn Braun Steiner, man. I mean, he's, I mean, it, I, the only reason I even liked the match was for him with the stars he should be working with. And I'm not talking. And Donnie D'Angelo, he surprised me. I just don't like his gimmick. I think he's. I got, love it. I love I him. I love the gimmick. He's. He's Carmelo gonna. Hayes. Those two. Those. Those. Braun Breaker, Tony, Tony D'Angelo, and Carmelo Hayes are going to be on the main roster in a year, two years, and are going to be. I give them a year because they're shooting. releasing everybody else, man. They. They are. That's what I love about 2.0. They're building these stars up. Core Jade, Kaylee Ray, Raquel Gonzalez are all okay. going to be. Imperium, fucking Cameron Grimes. Let me tell you who else is going to be MSK, brother. Did you see who the, the shaman? Ah, uh, yeah. Ah, uh, it was gold, man. I don't care. Yeah. Says Matt Riddle, boys. But uh, I love me some Matt Riddle, man. And he's he comes awesome, out, dude. He comes he's out. He's awesome. the shaman. Bro. It was just kiss, brother. And then they open the bag, and he's like. Ugh. Boy. Yeah, 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 you know some marijuana in that my, bag, boy. Man, so, you know yeah, that. but I mean, we'll see. I, I mean, was hoping, to be honest, man, I was hoping the shaman would have been like Rick Steiner, just I because know. tag team genius, man. Uh, see, I wanted Paul Ellering. <laughs> I wanted Paul Ellering. You wanted Rick Steiner because you wanted Rick Steiner to come manage his son. I only wanted to manage his son, man. I just, ah, man, big Steiner buff here, man. I love yeah. the Steiners. 
Scotty was Scotty was one of my favorite wrestlers growing up. He had peaks on top of peaks. All he cared about was peaks and clapping cheeks, man. That was it. He was a big. I mean, he was a big bad booty daddy with all his freaks, man. Holla, holla! If you hear if me, you hear me. That was it, man. I loved it. That match was great, man. The ending was fantastic with uh, Carme- uh Carmelo Hayes save. They did the uh, the DIY on mm-hmm. uh, on Braun Breaker. Breaker. They went to they did the double pin. Carmelo Hayes pulled the ref out. Boom. So they set that up. Um, he was about to get hit. What is Tom? I don't know what Tommaso Champa calls his finisher, but he, he was about to do a it on his bell. Widow's bell, and Braun Breaker spears him through the table, hits the powerhouse slam, slam, pins him. One, two, three, mega star man. Hey, he, he's a superstar written all over. Unfortunately, I think he's going to end up. Him and Carmelo is going to get in the feud. He's taking that title off of Carmelo. They'll give him a run with it. Then he'll take and he'll win the NXT championship too. They'll probably combine them because they're making the cruiserweight the never an open weight championship. So I mean, that's what I see happening. But you know, I'd, I'd like uh, I'd like to see Braun Breaker come out in the Royal Rumble this year. Uh, uh, they'll put him in there. You know they will. I, they'll I, put him and they'll put Carmelo Hayes in there. But Carmelo Hayes, I mean, just he needs to wrestle. He he needs to get in there and wrestle. Yeah, I, I'm 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 big on him too. I think he's really good. Um, he's got talent, but I just he needs to wrestle, man. I want to see. That's him why the, they're they're building his feud up with Dexter Loomis, Sam Shaw, Sam well, Shaw, Sam. I think at this point in his career, he knows he's probably not going to be on the main roster. He knows him, Eli Drake, Tommaso Ciampa. They know they're all getting older. They know where they're at. They know that they're one bad day from being released and back on the Indies. But I think they're okay with putting over these younger guys and helping build them up into stars because, I mean, Sam Shaw's 38, 39 years old. L.A. Knight, 38, 39 years old. Tommaso Ciampa looks like he's in his 50s. He's 38 years old. But he looks like he's in his 50s. <laughs> he's got white hair. Keith, your boy Keith Lee's got white Shut hair, the too. Fuck up. But he is in his 50s. No, he's <laughs> in his 40s. Keith Lee's like 48, man. How old do you think AJ Styles was? Oh, I know. AJ Styles I mean, is the best wrestler in the world. Okay. He, le- fucking LA Knight is not the best. Re- Johnny Gargano, not the best wrestler in the world. Tommaso Ciampa, not the best wrestler in the world. Sam Shaw, not the best wrestler in the world. But they can put over these younger guys, man. They they can, but you can't. You don't stomp on the talent because then they're not putting them over. Tommaso Ciampa, one of the best legit crazy, you know, psychos that they've had hold that title. And the black and gold, these guys bleed black and gold. L.A. Knight, he was there when the NXT was in his baby years. He went to Impact. WWE has never wanted to put him over. Never. Impact did. Yeah, but, I mean, look at what he's doing, man. He's helping these young talent, and that's what they need. He, he is, but, I mean, maybe he can get Grayson Waller, you know, out of those fucking boxing shorts and that's, I can actually enjoy Grayson Waller. That's the big thing. He comes out there like he's Big Fight Jones talking about his social media. I don't give a shit about your social media, man. I want to see you go out there and wrestle. Uh, then I want him to put him in, like, tights because <laughs> like, I can't. <laughs> I can't do the boxing shorts, man. I'm just – that's not for – I don't know. I don't – He's not a boxer. I don't he's take not. him seriously. Exactly. That's why – I think that's why I don't I don't give him any credit. I yeah. can't take him seriously. Like Tony D'Angelo, this this mafia Italian's already been overdone with full-blooded Italians and all that. I see what WWE does with him. I see what WWE does with him. 
they never do nothing. They build them up a little bit and squash them. Or they, either they have them come out as a cross-dresser in a damn dress like they did Big Vito. <laughs> I mean, it's come on. times, man. You can't. It's 2021, man. If Vito wants to wear a dress, let him wear a dress. Well, yeah, but back then, I mean, you have this big, tough guy who can go out and kick ass, and you make him a comedy act by getting him in a dress and never give him a title. Yeah. yeah. I mean, what the hell? You have Johnny Stamboli, Johnny the Bull, you get, you bake this big thing. He challenges for the world title. He actually has a great match on Raw and everything. What do you do? Two years later, he's over on Impact with a damn mask on, spelling killer backwards and calling himself Relic. I mean, come on, dude. Yep. Don't ruin this. That That's that's what I hate, and I think it's hard for me to get into gimmicks where I know they're not going to do anything. The Conan is Moondog gimmick that Vince had. I mean, Braun Breaker, don't ruin it. Fix Tony D'Angelo, give Grayson Waller some tights, and have Carmelo Hayes wrestle. And then I could sit there and say they're as good as Ciampa. They're as good as Johnny Wrestling. They're as good as L.A. Knight. They're as, as good as the Broserweight, who you're not Bruiserweight, who you're not even talking about, Pete Dunne. Pete Dunne is it a throwback old school. I can come out and I can kick your ass. I'm technician. I'm a powerhouse. Oh, all, all I see him ever do is try to break somebody's fucking fingers. <laughs> <laughs> I get so what? tired of seeing him go. I mean, I get it. That's part of his gimmick. But you try to break my fingers, and I'm I'm probably going to break your fucking neck with my other hand. Because well, in that when they, when they did the NXT UK, and they had the first, it was him and Tyler Bates, and he made some name for himself. He comes back, and him and Tyler Bates, for the, for the NXT UK title, you watch that match, and it's one of the best ever. This is a guy who's 24 years old. He's the same as the guys on the he's other 28. side. Who, Pete Dunn? Yeah. Uh, I think he's – is he 28? 28. I'll tell you. I'll, I'll pull it up. Pete Dunn. Yeah, he's 28. So, he's the same age as Carmelo Hayes. He's my age, buddy. Yeah, he's the same age as you and Carmelo Hayes. But this guy right here, he's the crafty veteran to the other guys that should be leading the charge here with Brian Breaker. Yeah, I mean, I get it, dude, but he's been around for a minute. So, I want to see Pete Dunn come up, and, man, I want to bring, bring back the broser weights, but, you know. Well, that you know, they got the RK bro now, so, I mean. Hey, it's going great, too, man. I don't care what anybody says. That's a great freaking thing, dude. Matt Matt Riddle and Randy Orton could make a turd a damn Rolex. I mean, they really could. Matt they, Riddle is good. They, when they split them up, Matt Riddle's going to be a superstar, man. Well, I'd love he to see He already is, but. I'd love to see him hold some some singles gold. I really would. You know, that, yep. I think that's what's missing from his WWE uh, WWE career. Some gold. Yeah, yeah, that'd be great, man. Well, I'm I'm looking forward to it, man. So for real, he needs he needs to take the Intercontinental title off off of somebody or the U.S. title and run with it. He could elevate it. I'd like to see him and Damian, uh, Damian Archer or whatever. Damian yeah. Priest. Priest. Yeah, the, uh, the infamous Archer, whatever they call him. Yeah, I'll, he'll always be punishment Martinez to me, but I'd love to see him take that title off of him and run with it. Yep, because he – I mean, Matt Riddle's a little bit – he's like, what, 38? He, he's 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 in his 30s. Let's see. 35. Yeah, he's in, he's in his mid-30s. He's about my age, and, I mean, I just – I'd love to see him now, you know. What it, he's, he's in better shape than half the guys that are younger than him. He's in his prime, man. Let him. Yeah. He, Let him you know. give him a title. I'll tell you what, if you've never seen the him versus Tom Lawler 
uh, MLW match. It's it's great. Uh, put that on my list of stuff to watch because I have not seen that one. And I and I've become a Tom Lawler fan. Dude, it's a classic. I mean, it's it's a damn classic. Well, both of them, both of them are, are MMA guys. So exactly, and you see them. This is a this ain't a high flyer. This is a, if you like wrestling, they're down and dirty on the on the mat. Yeah. This is a filthy Tom Lawler versus the King of Bros, Matt yep. Riddle, MLW stuff. I'll check that out, man. But dude, uh, yeah, guys, this was a great episode. We talked about some good stuff. We got some more good stuff coming. Um, this Friday. We have an interview with the unbelievable Mike Anthony, which we're we're gonna have a lot of fun with that. You guys can't I can't wait for y'all to hear that one. Next Friday on Christmas Eve, we're gonna have another great interview with the Suplex Assassin himself, Alex Kane. Alex Kane, the MLW Openweight Champion. Can't wait to talk to him about what he's got going on, what he thinks about the future, what he thinks about MLW and Court Bauer and PCW. A lot of fun with that. Guys, check us out. We appreciate y'all listening. You can find, find me on Twitter, Barry the Gimmick. Find me on Facebook, Barry the Gimmick. And have a lot of fun. Anthony, I had a lot of fun, brother. But Thanks for having me, man. I, you know We're we going to get out of here. Um, y'all, check us out on Twitter. Check us out on Instagram, Facebook. If you want to support the show, you can find us. Support us. Buymeacoffee.com slash Pod. Buy us a beer. We appreciate y'all. Until next time, we out. We out. Peace.